Welcome to the Adam and Julie podcast. So I'm here with two guests. I'm here with Stephanie Paradise. She just shared her testimony. It's Tuesday night and we just came off the stage and she shared her testimony for King's Church Recovery. And we just wanted to bring her down to the studio to ask her more about her story. That 20 minutes is just not long enough to share a life story, is it, Stephanie? No, it's not at all. (laughs) And I also have, so even though it's the Adam and Julie podcast, I actually have (laughs) Lindsay with me tonight. Lindsay uh, knows Stephanie quite well and has spent time with her. And so I just thought it'd be cool for um, the three of us to be in the studio just chatting away Mm -hmm. tonight. So. Thank you so much for being willing to do this, Stephanie. No problem. Thank you for sharing your testimony tonight. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Good. That was awesome. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> it was oh good to get goodness. it out. I, I think I'm glad I read it before I heard it tonight so that I could <laughs> cry in private. Because <laughs> we don't want to show any emotion at recovery at all. No. You know, you bottle up all your feelings. <laughs> but no, it was so amazing. And I just, like, I didn't know... Your story, like mm-hmm. I knew, I knew that you had Blake yeah. and um, I knew that you were a single mom mm-hmm. and I knew that you smile a lot and you're very <laughs> pleasant and happy. And I know that you're super talented. Like, uh, so Stephanie helps out with our social media with mm-hmm. West Campus. So she mm-hmm. helps um, Pastor Adam. And mm-hmm. um, so I know you're talented, but other than that, I honestly didn't know what kind of story you've had mm-hmm. you've had a lot of hurts yeah so, yeah so are you so one thing I didn't catch is are you from this local area I am I, I'm actually from Baxter's Corner it's like right oh Baxter's Corner yeah. <laughs> yeah well my so my dad so we've shared my dad's story here on this podcast mm-hmm. he um when he went to his foster family mm-hmm he grew up in Baxter. It was in okay. Baxter's Corner, and All they right. were Baxters. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> really? So that's where you're awesome. from. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. And so you now work at Kent's, right? Right. And what do you do there? What do you? So do I Kent's? work for head office. I do purchasing for Kent Building Supplies, like oh. as a whole. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a little boy named Blake. Yeah. He just celebrated his third birthday yeah oh that's awesome yeah so let's just dig into some of the stuff that you shared Mm -hmm. um then we can just kind of go a little deeper on it so you introduced yourself um with struggling with you struggle with depression anxiety and codependency Mm -hmm. and so I was just kind of wondering um what issues like when you went into your step study Mm -hmm. did you kind of attack all of like all three or would you say that you focused on one of those things? I sort of, I guess, focused on like the main root, tried to focus on the root causes of those issues. Right. So, which would be my parents and my relationships. Yes. Um, I think my, I kind of dug deep and tried to think about where the depression and anxiety came from. Yes. And when I thought hard about it that's where I figured it came from. So that's where. Okay. So did you know the term codependency when you first? No. Okay, (laughs) so is that something you picked up from Celebrate Recovery? Yeah, when I first started coming regularly, um, I think it was Andrea or Daphne, one of the two. Right. um, They were teaching us about codependency, and that's where I was like, whoa. Okay, so (laughs) that made sense. You're like, oh, that makes so much sense. Okay, and so I do find codependency, Lindsay, don't you find that that's like the hardest thing to 
explain. Oh, like, it's so hard to explain. And even like, I'm mean, so many of us struggle with code so many have no idea that the length, like the depths in which right. it infiltrates our life. I know. <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's wild. Crazy. There's so many levels. You no, know, some people struggle with it with certain relationships in their life mm-hmm. and not all relationships. And mm-hmm. some people struggle with all the relationships and it's very mm-hmm. life controlling. Yeah. And so what would you say, Stephanie, like, mm-hmm. is that something you would struggle with, with all your relationships? Yes, very much. So I okay. was constantly seeking validation or self-worth in the people and relationships I had in my life. Mm-hmm. And yes. that just left me feeling broken because they weren't good relationships. Right. Even, even with my parents, it wasn't the best. Yeah. And any relationship after that was just not good. So yeah. it was, it, left me very broken so and how would you describe like how do you think that you do now with your relationships like I know like in your testimony you Mm -hmm. shared tonight that you've had a lot of healing Mm -hmm. and you've been able to um forgive Mm -hmm. you know all the people that you know have hurt you you've you've been through so you did the inventory obviously yeah in the step study yeah yeah so how would you describe your how do you, how much do you struggle with codependency now? Basically now it's, it's actually kind of crazy. I never went into this step study with like the idea that I struggled with codependency, right? but it was sort of working through it that I realized, Whoa, I definitely do. Okay. And, um, I never really put a title to it. And then, um, now like going through the steps and everything, like I don't struggle with it at all. That's like amazing. there's been issues that come up where like, someone's like, Oh, I heard this about you. I heard this about you. I'm like, I, God defines me, not what people wow. talk about me. That's like amazing. it's That's crazy. Amazing. Yeah. That is, that is really a hard one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get freedom from. So you hear it from Stephanie. There is hope <laughs> there's healing there and freedom for your codependency. <laughs> uh, many of us, when we hear about celebrate recovery still to this day, I think people do, uh, you know, think it's for the mm-hmm. addict. We get yeah. a lot of people uh, message us and say, hey, um, my husband or my wife is struggling with addiction. Is it OK if I come with them to mm-hmm. celebrate recovery? And um, I mean, we're not going <laughs> to diagnose them and say, well, you're probably going to bed. So we're like, sure. <laughs> now, you might want to just sit in one of the groups, maybe mm-hmm. your general issues group. Yeah. But, you know, but it's so funny mm-hmm. how, um, you know, many people will say, oh, wow, I just learned about codependency. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we do that here at Celebrate Recovery. And there's been a lot of people get freedom from that. That's mm-hmm. amazing, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Um, so you say you're a shy, introverted person. <laughs> I am. I was wondering, do you know what your Enneagram is? Um, I am a four. Yes! <laughs> I have changed it. I guessed it right. <laughs> Yay, I'm getting better at this. I, I guessed you were a four. Look, it's right there. <laughs> Lindsay, what are you? I don't even remember. You don't know. I actually, like, I looked into it that one time we did those, yeah. we did the questionnaire thing, and I think I'm like a, a six and a two or something. Okay. Or yep. a six with a, whatever you call that, a wing. Yes, or, the wing. Yeah, yes, so you are your yeah. wing, so if you're... So what did you say? You're six and a two? I think so. No, or not. I don't know. So you remember. So it's been that long. If you're six, you can only wing five or seven. Yeah, that part didn't make sense to me because I yeah. was like a four and then a nine. Yeah. Like was my so second runner up. It's so. basically <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes it's hard to pick which one, but mm-hmm. you are one of them. Yeah. And then your wing would be on either side of it. Okay. And sometimes it's like. 
it would be to do like in health, you might wing a certain way. Okay. And if you're like struggling, mm-hmm. um, then you might that's wing true. the other way. Okay. So yeah, that's kind of how right. it works. But anyway, that's funny. I wrote that down. <laughs> uh, I guess I got a clue. For, well, I mean, I do have a lot of information to go by in my hand, your whole testimony. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, brag too much, Julie. Come on here. But no, one, one thing that I know somebody else that's a four and they're very artistic mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm a five and yeah. I am artistic too. Yeah. I don't know. So I just guess. So I want to know mm-hmm. what kind of art that you I do. Paint. Paint you paint. Paint or draw in photography. I do photography. So well. can we look this up somehow <laughs> on social media to see my painting? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can see. Do, if I can, can you find share it? it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Want to We're going to share stuff. it with the listeners here because I want to, I love art and I'm so excited to check this out. Okay, so she's going to look it up here. That's amazing. So (laughs) when did you start painting? I actually started um, actually putting effort into my artwork in grade nine. Okay. So it would be 2009 I started. And um, yeah, it's been a a progress since. But um, it's been like an outlet for me. So is this something you do as a hobby or can somebody purchase? Um, I have sold art in like art galleries and stuff. But oh, oh, no big deal. Just sold some art galleries. Oh my word. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Just a few. Oh. Okay. Have you sold any art in art galleries? Yeah. No. <laughs> no me neither. I don't think people like stick figures. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to check that out. And I know our listeners will love that too. That's awesome. This is all old stuff. Okay. But I, I paint and I draw. Oh, so. very interested. Okay. So what's, so how do we find this on Facebook? Just under your... It's, it's on my profile. Okay. On my artwork. All right. So, so I can update that too. Yeah. So Stephanie is going to share. <laughs> make sure it's shareable. So everybody, even if you're not a friend, you can yeah. look at it. So that's Stephanie Paradise. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I can't wait to look at that more. So, um, yeah, I just want to talk a little bit about you know, some of the stuff that you shared. Mm -hmm. So you didn't come from a Christian home, right? No, my dad kind of like, I don't want to say forced us, but made us go to a Catholic church as children. Yes. And when you're kind of forced as a child to go to church, um, you kind of grow to resent it and the whole situation. Okay. And you said that you spent a lot of time at your nan's house when your when your parents were not getting along. So they would go through seasons where Mm -hmm. they'd be together, Mm -hmm. lots of fighting, and then there'd be periods where you would go and stay. Did you always go to your nan's house? So my nan and my aunt actually um, babysat me. So while my parents worked, I was always there. And then when my mom would pack us up and move us away from my dad, we also stayed with my nan. Okay. I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so did they all live around Baxter's Corner? No, they were actually in the north end of St. John. Okay. But they were pretty close. Yeah. 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 You stayed around. Okay. Yeah. And so was your nan a believer? Yeah. My nan and my aunt are both believers. And they kind of like, they didn't force anything on me, but they would tell stories. I remember being a kid and them telling us stories and uh, being like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) That's good. I love how you talk about... um, how you ended up in a church in Halifax mm-hmm. like later. Yeah. And so is that where you got, when did you get saved? Um, like I was, you- I was baptized in King's church. Yep. Um, but there is when I like fully accepted Jesus into my heart, into your heart. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then you, yeah, you 
what year were you baptized? I, 2018. I feel like I was here. 2018, yeah. In 2018. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how did you find out about Celebrate Recovery? Just from coming to King's Um, I actually connected with somebody at the Westside campus. Yes. And they encouraged me. I was actually a mess at the time. I was up getting prayer for a struggle I was going through. Yeah. And uh, they stopped me on the way out and encouraged me to come out to CR. So Okay. So describe where you were at when you realized I need this. I need to go to recovery. Um, what, what was going on in your life then? I, uh, I knew that I struggled with insecurities and, right. um, I struggled with the abuse that I had gone through with my son's father. And, um, I, it got to a point where it just felt too heavy Yeah, and I was going up for prayer, but it never felt like enough. I always felt like in my heart that I needed to dig deeper and right. get into what was driving me crazy yes so and it was it was at the the exact timing I was up there for prayer and then on the way out someone stopped me so wow yeah God works that way that's Mm -hmm. amazing yeah and so I I guess we'll go back a little bit like you Mm -hmm. talk about 2007 would you Mm -hmm. say that that was like the worst year is that besides the moment before like I had my found out I was pregnant with my son that would have been the worst it was I I accepted I I don't know how to explain it but like I accepted death at that point I was like I felt so lost and broken I was like if I if I died I died like I felt no worse and this was before you knew you're pregnant right right before nope this was this was in 2007 yeah that's when the depression started okay and um, it was right after I lost my grandfather. I lost a few other family members that yeah. weren't close, but it was the first time I actually experienced loss in my life. Yeah. I did not cope well with okay. it. <laughs> so depression, I mean, mm-hmm. people have all different types of depression mm-hmm. and, um, you know, some people need to go to a psychiatrist. Some people mm-hmm. get treated with doctors and medicine. Mm-hmm. How are you able to manage your depression? At the time when it first started, I managed it by working out so being physically okay. active yep. um my doctor wasn't a doctor that liked to just prescribe just medication prescribe right away right so I did do a little bit of therapy um I wasn't in the right mindset for therapy at the time but I did yep. do it and uh yeah out, working out was my outlet okay so you found that helpful yeah very okay. much so cool all right um also just uh with the step study <laughs> The accountability thing. Mm-hmm. Speak to me about that. Was that a big deal for you? It was. It made me. It made it so I had to deal with my issues and I right. had to go through them and really put in the work to be able to like move past it. Yes. And I had someone that knew what I was going through, knew that I needed to be held accountable. Yeah. And so when they, I didn't want to be caught when they asked me (laughs) (laughs) not have an answer oh my goodness yeah i know this you you agree eh? oh yeah what would you do Mm -hmm. without your accountability eh? oh it would be a whole different life yeah for Mm -hmm. sure oh i know it's amazing Oh, I, I'm just like living off the high right now of, that we met back in person tonight and get to see everybody. Oh man, tonight was so amazing. And mm-hmm. Stephanie, your, your testimony. Wow, wow, wow. I can't say enough about it. Um, I just see a note here that I had about the, the time. So your mom knew, mm-hmm. I, I want to clarify this. Yeah. Your mom knew mm-hmm. that your boyfriend was abusing you. Yeah. And then, but she invited 
him into, him her home. into your home. My mom. Can you explain that. Yeah. So my mom has her own story, and it is a very broken and messed up story. Right. And I think that caused her to react the way she did like in her relationship with my father and then as a mother um she's also on the spectrum okay and that she put her validation in like other people right and for her she attached I don't know what she saw she took this boy Mm -hmm. in as her son and saw that he was broken and she kind of put him over her own kids so okay. took it as a priority to take him in yeah and work on him instead of her own children wow okay yeah okay and there, there were times where like she would have to bring me to the hospital because he had hurt me so badly but yet she still kept him there wow yeah and, and you didn't feel the power no in yourself to be able to no I felt show. stuck I felt like I could like I was it how was my old were you home. I was 14 <gasps> wow wow yeah yeah wow yeah oh my it was it wasn't normal and like in my head I made it normal I guess but right. even at 14 to have your boyfriend live in the same house as you that's not yeah normal. that's not common no, no that's not no. wow <laughs> oh my so, goodness yeah all right and you have two brothers yep they live in the area they do my baby brother actually lives with me right now he's going through some stuff and I kind of okay took him in to try and help him through it. Yeah. My middle brother has his own family and they live in town. So. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you have anything you're thinking of? Oh, Lens? well, just going back to what she had said, I mean, it's just incredible to hear her story mm. and, um, mm-hmm. I wish it was recorded so everyone could hear it because just the, <laughs> well, you know what, Lens? Of, we're, we're going to put, we're going to put it on the podcast. Oh, her, her testimony, awesome. guys. If, yeah, I meant to say that at the first of this. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I wish I heard the testimony, stop this. <laughs> Go listen to her testimony because it's going to be one an episode in the podcast as well. And then re-listen to this. There you go. Yeah, I I was just, you know, like even though I walked, I was with in the group with Stephanie going mm-hmm. through the step study and, yeah. and knew parts of her story Mm -hmm. um just hearing it all put together tonight it was just so Mm -hmm. powerful if you ever have had a doubt that god can restore relationships (laughs) or can restore you as you after you've gone Mm -hmm. through like Mm -hmm. so much stuff like this is a testimony that just really speaks to that yep absolutely the fact that you can sit and talk about your mom Mm -hmm. with such grace and love yeah yeah you know even though you struggled so much Mm -hmm. with the hurt and the pain and just all that came from that yeah um, it's just amazing what God can do and yeah. how he can restore those relationships. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I agree because <laughs> you, you have had a lot of people that, so I'm sure when you did your inventory mm-hmm. in the column where people that hurt you, <laughs> it was pretty you, big. you had a few to put in there <laughs> I did. And, yeah. and it wouldn't have been like, Oh, they did this one thing. They said this to me, Yeah, you know, like you had a list mm-hmm. right yeah can you tell us just explain a little bit like mm-hmm. what was the process for that how many times did you have to work at choosing to forgive and like once mm-hmm. you decided to do it mm-hmm. when you saw them did you feel that resentment like was it a process for you stephanie or it, it was a long process for me yeah. um it was a lot of like bible reading and like focusing on the fact that they're forgiven. So like, I need to forgive them. Like it doesn't just er, excuse what they did to me, but like me not forgiving them 
keeps so much hatred and resentment in my heart. It stops me from growing. And like, I feel amazing to be able to have the relationships I do now from forgiving. It's incredible. Like I, I can honestly look at people like my parents or my son's father, or even the boy from when I was 14 and not feel anger or bitterness or resentment. It is incredible that's amazing (laughs) yeah like people sometimes take a lifetime to get there yeah and do you mind saying how old you are 26 (laughs) wow you're so young (laughs) (laughs) oh my should have known that beautiful face but 26 i'm 40 (laughs) that's the thing though like you know you know, there are people that go through the step study and, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, they put a little bit of work into it and yeah. they get a little bit out of it. Right. Yeah. And then there's those that go through the step study process and they put the work mm-hmm. in. Like yeah. they mm-hmm. really, yeah. they do you the questions, they you spend did, the you time. You didn't come just for the food. No. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and she I'm going to do for the again, whole so. thing. Like she wanted the results and she yeah. put the time in Big and time, she yeah. did the things that... Yeah. Yeah, that mm-hmm. get the healing and that get the freedom, you yeah. know, walking through those things alongside and with how, Jesus. Like it changes everything. If it you're does. walking around doing life mm-hmm. and you have hurts and you haven't gone through that process, mm-hmm. it affects people every day yep. in everything they do, Thanks. how much joy they have, like how much fun they can even let themselves mm-hmm. have because so you think about that stuff every day. Yeah. As soon as you wake up, if you have bitterness in your heart, it's there. That's it, the it, it first is. thing yeah. on your mind. Yep. When you go to sleep, that's that's the last yep. thing on your mind, right? Mm-hmm. When you wake up in the night, that's what's yep. on your mind. You and dream about it. <laughs> yeah, you dream about yeah. it. Yeah. And to be able to get to that point, mm-hmm. it, it's not just so that you can have like we're not saying if 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 the listener is listening and maybe you've been abused, um, you know. People have gone through terrible things. We, mm-hmm. we hear it all the time here at Celebrate Recovery. And it's not like, well, for me, uh, I was abused, so there's no way I'm going to be able to do that. Right. Everybody can get to that point mm-hmm. of freedom. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be friends again with them or yeah. that if it's a mate, it doesn't mean that you should be in a relationship with them mm-hmm. again. It just means so that you can have the freedom like Stephanie mm-hmm. has. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's that is the key to, to recovery. Yeah. And we have people come to recovery for all different issues, all mm-hmm. different hurts, hangups and habits. Mm-hmm. But many of the issues stem from relationships, broken yeah. relationships. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you can get your relationships healed Mm -hmm. and like i said not to go back and be this the same kind of relationship you had before Mm -hmm. but if you can get to that point where you can forgive Mm -hmm. really that's the goal and that's that's where the freedom is it really is it really is isn't it yeah yeah i was uh talking so before i came here before so my son's father's birthday is tomorrow okay so i struggled with sharing my testimony the day before his birthday right so yesterday I came to him and I shared like I gave the papers to him let him read it yes and we both just like sat there and cried wow and like (laughs) we were able to look back and see like we both remember the things we went through very vividly yes and we're able to sit there and cry about it but grow from it at the same time and that's incredible to be able to do that That, you know what that's really big of him that 
absolutely. That, he's got his own test. Like he has. Wow. So he, amazing. you did share that he saved as well. Yeah. Yep. So was that the same time when you got saved? It was in the same church. Yeah. During the oh, same time. Okay. He was baptized there. I wasn't, but he was baptized there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, it's Adam won't mind me saying this, but like even now, anytime that I share mm-hmm. and I have to bring up our past. Yep. He has a hard time with it. Yeah. It's still hard to hear. Yeah. So really, that that's big of mm-hmm. him that, you know, you were able it to is, share yeah. that and that he was OK with you sharing. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. very, very I was good. Happy he was OK with me sharing. Yeah. That's I was awesome. worried about that. Yeah. I know. Oh, amazing. Mm hmm. Well, is there anything else anybody can think of that we just need to tell our listeners? They definitely need to listen to your testimony. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. for sure. Stephanie, I, aren't you excited, Lindsay, that she's coming on to our leadership team? Oh, yes. Like, we weren't even, like, we were shortly into the step study, and I was and like, oh, like, oh, she's going to be an amazing leader. Like, yeah. So, so Lindsay just, like, ran her step studies, and, like, I just kept saying, like, okay, who do you have that potentially would like to lead a group? Like who? And uh, yeah, she's like, definitely Stephanie. (laughs) So it's awesome. And so, yeah, I'm so excited that Stephanie is going to be able Mm -hmm. to uh, join us for our training Mm -hmm. the end of July. And uh, she'll be a fully trained leader. And Mm -hmm. I'm so excited that you found us. It's all recovery. Yeah, because it isn't over yet. God's not done with you yet. Can you imagine? Like he's got so much. More yeah, for us you. as leaders, <laughs> just to make this clear to all of you, are still working on our herds, habits, Absolutely. and hangups. Mm-hmm. And I often refer to it as an onion. You literally <laughs> just keep peeling layers, and then yep. there's another layer. Yep. And um, yeah, I'm sure mm-hmm. you'll find more layers as oh, you go through. Life. I already know what I plan to work on next. <laughs> you already know. Okay. We'll have to have you back maybe next year to share yeah. your testimony, and we'll hear about the new layers that are coming off in Stephanie's life. But man, this is amazing. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. For sharing even more (laughs) in our podcast. Lindsay, do you have anything else? No, this is great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is awesome. Thank you. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Well, tune in to the next uh, podcast. It will be two weeks from now, Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll keep it a secret as to what that's going to (laughs) be. Good night, all. Bye. (laughs) 